0: Oh yes, yes indeed. I'm coming to you today on Father's Day. One Take No Chaser, thank you again for joining me. I do appreciate your patronage. I do appreciate y'all listening to me. And most importantly, I do appreciate y'all support. I wouldn't be able to do this without y'all, so thank you again. So today's episode is about fatherhood. And usually I'm with the kiki ha-ha joking around, all that good stuff. And I'm going to get there eventually. But um, I'm coming to y'all today because I feel like as a father on Father's Day, who has earned the right, by the way, to be called whatever, whatever name a father will be called, right? Be it daddy, be it pop. I call my father pop, you know, growing up. Um, my kids call me daddy. There's kids who walk around uh, calling their kids uh, their, their parents, all types of stuff, right? But wherever it is that you land. Um. Shout to all the gentlemen, shout to all the real true blue men who at the very least are able to brush aside uh, who they are and, and what they do or don't do or who they are, or who they're not or who they wish to be versus who they really are or and all types of uh, uh, flaws that come with, you know, being a man as you grow up. Shout to all of us who are doing the best we can to make sure that we can take ourselves out of the equation the best we can to ensure that our children are doing what it is that they need to get done. So let me go ahead and give you all a disclaimer now so that way we all on the same page, right? Usually when I'm doing my podcast, I'm, you know, with a guest. If you know me in recent vintage, uh, it's me bringing other people, other vantage points to the uh, to the conversation because I think it's important to have a varied uh a varied, uh you know a very viewpoint on on life right it's not just about what i feel about relationships or money or this or that but bringing people to the forefront who are able to converse with you about what it is that's going on in life but today was for me and i'm gonna tell you why today is for me and i'm gonna i'm gonna get all in the weeds today so even though i sound like i'm not chipper i'm chipper i'm happy my heart is full i woke up you know all my children were there looking at me Um, I I got cards, you know, my son tried to make a burger. One of my twins tried to make a murder burger. Um, I'm still talking to y'all right now. So shout to him for, um, keeping me alive, even though he might've had other plans. I'm not entirely sure what he was doing, but you know what? It was a thought that counts. But part of me was, was, was derailed a little bit by something that I read. Um, and to be forthright with you, something that I felt today about fatherhood, right? Like we talked about how you know you how you know you getting to be 40. And I think for me the whole conversation around being 40 is one part of it, but I think the conversation around being 40 is really more or less a conversation about growing up, right? And growing up means understanding and realizing where you are in the world and like you know, kind of some of the things that are difficult for you to be able to handle or deal with. As you make your way through the multitude of things that you're trying to do, be it your workplace, be it your marriage, your relationship, and and also, you know, parenting, right? That parenting, first of all, shout to my moms and my pops, and shout to everybody's moms or pops or pops who raised you or grandparents or whomever else for that matter. Because they did it effortlessly. And when I say effortlessly, understand what I'm getting at it's not like they didn't struggle <clears throat> i don't know anybody who i know right there's not one single person who i know and i know people who are well off well to do and i know people who literally can tell you about the time when their parents might have been trying to rob something out their pockets to get what they needed to get so trust me i know people who've been through it all but i lie to you not never one of them ever said at least nobody who i know ever told me about their parents telling them a son a daughter I don't know how to do this what did they do for us they did what they had to do whatever was available to them they made it work so shout to shout to shout to the old school parents man but we in 2019 right now and I don't know who's listening to this ladies not to say y'all excluded from this conversation because I think some of the things I'm gonna bring up in this conversation y'all need to hear too but I also just want to surface for the gentleman like this is a conversation that you need to be having with yourself and the kind of conversation you need to be having with your kids one day because what I'm gonna touch upon is the type of things that we all discuss when it is that we talk about our parenting or our parents who raised us and kind of how to how we're cut the way we're cut, right? So if anybody knows me, right when I when, when I'm when I'm being reflective, one of the first questions I usually ask myself is, why am I cut this way right? Like why, why why would I go this way when somebody else's reaction would have went this way? Why do I feel this way when somebody else would have felt that way? And then you recognize that a lot of who you are comes from who you admire or who spent the most time with you right? So my family dynamic without getting too personal because we don't do personals on one take no chaser, but my family dynamic was a very simple one to understand. hard-working folks. Coming home every single day in the early 80s, early 90s, mid-90s, making sure their kids had everything they needed. Outside was a whole bunch of shenanigans. And I mean shenanigans aplenty. Growing up in New York City, late 80s, early 80s, early 90s, mid-90s came with a level of... I'm going to use the word danger. And I don't mean that, you know, I walked around looking over my shoulder every single day. Not to say it never happened, but I didn't walk around feeling thoroughly insecure about my surroundings because my parents did a good job of making it seem like this is what this is where we are and this is what it is. But I also distinctly remember seeing worry on their face every once in a blue, right? And worry comes in many ways, shapes, and forms. It could be financial worry. Like, listen, I remember having cable when i was a kid and then all of a sudden i had cable for a minute and nobody said a word because it was like oh you can go outside and play for another hour oh well shit well in that case then shit we don't never need cable you know these kids today ain't no no internet they they start biting they, they start biting each other's arms like it's like cannibalism within like 33 seconds 33 seconds of like no internet with these kids um a little funny story, speaking of Father's Day, I took my kids outside to the park a couple years ago and I recognized that the pool of children, the amount of people who were outside, was real slim, like real slim. And I grew up in Jamaica, Queens, and I grew up in a spot where literally if there was less than 65 kids outside at one time, something was wrong. It might've been a hurricane. It wasn't a snowstorm because in snowstorms, everybody was outside with their shovels trying to get their money. Uh, uh, uh and battling the uh, the drug addicts who was trying to get that hit. So they was out there shoveling harder than us. So we had to really stick together to make sure we had that bread to get all the candy and all the nonsense that we wanted to get, right? But I go back to the whole idea of effortless parenting and saying to myself, I know for a fact that there was gaps in my father's uh, 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 leadership for lack of a better term, right? I'm gonna use the word leadership because that's the way I'm cut. I think about a father as a leader. I think about a mother as a leader as well. But i am i am specifically talking about my father today, it is Father's Day. And I'm not getting into him because again, if you know anything about me, my father's my hero, right? Like flaws and all. And maybe that's a wonderful place to start in this conversation is about the flaws part of it. So my homeboy, Tony Knott, who y'all know, and love shout out to tony not tony not absolutely coming back uh when we get to the marriage chronicles episodes right he, he he's he's in the he's in the second series of the marriage chronicles so please understand tony knock is on deck because i know tony trying to take my spot i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to cut his airtime short, man i don't know about that but um we all conversing with one another one thing about getting older is you like the front like you don't care no more about shit, right christmas coming Thanksgiving coming, Easter coming, you know, Halloween coming. And we have the age at this point where we're like, ah, I don't care, whatever. Oh, my birthday's coming. What you doing for your birthday, son? Ah, I don't give a fuck, whatever. I don't care about nothing. I don't give a fuck. But we do care, right? We just old enough to care, but not old enough to be like overly excited. Even though, don't let my demeanor and my words fool you. I absolutely care about Father's Day. I want to know which one of my kids is coming outside first. To be like, happy Father's Day, dad. I want to know. And I want to know who's coming out last. I want to know who wrote more in the card than the next one. I want to know who put more thought into the card. Like if you got me a card, and shout to all races. But if you got me a card that's in Spanish, and I don't, I don't I I know enough Spanish to get by, but I don't know Spanish to be reading on my father's day. Like you know, like feliz. I was going say feliz. Uh, forget it. We're not even gonna do it. I was gonna I was gonna embarrass myself with the Spanish uh, card greeting. You get my point. Show enough respect to me to give me the opportunity to like read your thoughts but my kids ain't like that at least my older boys are not like that so then i look at them and say what did i do wrong right but here's a conversation that my man tony knock hit me with in a group chat text and i'm gonna quote him word for word that's how you know he gotta come back for this right here and i quote being a dad is like being in charge of packing the parachutes for your family on a plane that you know is probably going to go down and hoping you did it right. So that they went so that they open up. They open up. And I'm gonna say they open up the parachute, I would imagine. So that they open up when it's time to jump out, that motherfucker. So I'm gonna read it again with fidelity. Being a dad is like being in charge of packing the parachutes for your family on a plane that you know is probably gonna go down, and hoping you did it right, so that way when it opens up, it's time for them to jump out, that motherfucker. And I would imagine he means in safely. That shit hit me all the way in my chest today. Like the whole, the whole being and and, and this is where I know I'm probably gonna bump into some smoke with some people because I'm not trying to make excuses, right? I am really big on like we're not doing excuses. Like we just conversing. But we could all talk about our lived experiences and where we came from and who we are and why we do what it is we do, right? Why you cut a certain way. For a man To converse with his brothers about preparedness for his children speaks volumes but why is it that that's the conversation right and i think for me i think about what does that mean like what does that mean like like but i know exactly what he's saying we talked about in episode one, if I'm not mistaken, it might have been episode one or one of the episodes, the 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 divorce rate, and that's and we just talking about people who are married. We didn't even get to the people who just have children, and you know they're trying to figure out what that situation looks like and what parental responsibilities and relationships look like. We not even we not even there yet. Let's just talk brass tacks, like hardcore data facts. If 54% of marriages fail, and majority of people who you know have children then you understand exactly where that quote is coming from my man wasn't saying that it's a lost cause my man is saying that we recognize in this conversation that we have flaws there are flaws either within the father unit Either within the maternal unit, either within the familial unit, or either within the societal unit or units that they will deal with, that children, as beautiful as our children are, right? And and, and again, to all the fathers, right, the best part about Father's Day is not the cards you get. Another, another nugget I got. It's not about the gifts you get. It's about the time you spent. Yo, when the last time, fellas... You looked at your children really and was like, yo, these are me right here. Like these kids are beautiful. Like this is, this is, this is exactly what the universe intended for me to be in right here, right? Like even if it's shitty on every other level of your life, relationships, whatever, but your children deserve what you have. Right, so we talk about these things on a regular basis. But when you hear somebody say something about preparing them to be able to deploy a parachute, that means you bringing up flaws. And I'm gonna dig a little deeper for you, Tony Nark, if you don't mind. You know what I mean? And again, you could talk for yourself, and you you know you have my platform anytime you need it, brother. But what I'm really reading into that comment is the is the is the solemn part of that comment. And here's what I'm really hearing. You may need to prepare your children one day to be able to rationalize some shit that we've done as men, flawed men as we are, that they're gonna have to be able to come to terms with. Right? And 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 and, and I hope I'm not getting too deep, but I'm really trying my best to get really deep in these weeds around being a father because i think for myself my father's day revolves around worry right and my christmas revolves around worry and birthdays revolve around worry i worry that i'm not doing enough for my kids i worry that sometimes me being who i am um is leaving them empty every once in a blue and what does that look like right so if the ultimate goal of a father is to prepare their kids to deploy a parachute. That means you're anticipating that there's going to be some type of calamity that comes about. And as solemn as that is, I'm, I'm wondering how many of us listening. And this is where it's time to put the judgment in your pocket for a minute, if you don't mind. And I'm going to talk my shit regular, if you don't mind. How many amongst us, no matter how well off you are, no matter, no matter... How much money you have in your pocket? How large your home is? How many cars in your driveway? How many of us amongst us don't have a story to tell? That you have to rationalize something that you saw your father do, say, not do, not say, where he was, where he wasn't. How many of us are in that situation where that's not your life? And I'll wait for it. Chances are you don't have that luxury. Chances are you in a situation where you can tell me, you can tell your significant other, you could tell your best friends, you could tell your lover, you could tell your therapist, you can tell somebody something about something. That your father did or didn't do, said or didn't say, was or was not, or anything else like that. That would allow you the opportunity to have to rationalize how you feel about it as you're sitting in your current space listening to what I'm telling you right now. And I'm not entirely sure that's a bad thing. But in my mind, the way my brain is is wired up today. I'm sitting here thinking about a couple of categories that I'm, 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 I'm actively grappling with. Like, let me, let me sidestep for a second. What do I tell my sons and my daughters about love? What do you tell your sons and your daughters about love? What do you tell them? If you've been divorced, if you on your way to getting divorced, if you've never been married, if, you know, like there was no love. Like you might have just been here because it was a good day or a good night. Like what do you what do you what do you explain to your child about that? I looked at my twin sons earlier today as they're about to morph into adulthood. I told you they'll be 17 coming up on their next birthday. So now y'all at the age where you almost about to start meeting people who are going to be your people for the remainder of your life if you're lucky. But the pool of people who you knew when you were a child running around in the park versus those who you're going to build with, the people who you're going to build with if you're lucky more than likely is starting to show up in your life right now, including potentially your relationships, be it young men, be it young women, Be it a slightly older man, slightly older woman for all of our daughters and sons, you're about to start bumping into people who are going to start to form your idea about life. I'm going to tell you, as a man who has a very, very, very scant history of successful relationships, right, I don't know what to tell my kids about what happens when somebody tells you they love you, but when you wake up in the morning, it don't feel like that. Or when you tell somebody you love them, but in your heart of hearts, that's not what you really feel. Or you genuinely feel that, but the other person doesn't feel the same way about you, right? Like like those are heartbreaks, right? If, if, if anybody remembers getting their heartbroken the first time, the first time you really, I mean and I mean, really took that hard L, right? Who did you turn to? Was it your friends? Was it your mama? Was it your pops? Was it your journal? Who was it? What was it? Was it the bottle? Right, like, 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 like. What do you put? Pe- how do you prepare? That's a parachute, Tony. Knott. right. I think I'm hearing you correctly, brother. That's a parachute. Like, hey, yo, listen. It's gonna. Ha- it's gonna happen to you. It's gonna happen to you. That narcotic of love is something a little bit different. Everybody takes their drugs a little bit differently, right? It could be. Looking this way, it could sound this way, but some way somehow it's gonna be your l, but even if you step away from like the 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 love part and again, this is one take no chase I hope I'm not getting too deep with y'all real quick, but again, these are the types of conversations that I like to have because it's important relationships in general relationships like 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 be it boyfriend, girlfriend, right um or girlfriend boyfriend and shit girlfriend, girlfriend, and boyfriend, boyfriend, wherever you land, yo, co-worker and boss, co-worker and co-worker, Um, 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 haters versus non-haters, supporters versus non-supporters. How do you teach your children? And I'm talking to the dads, and again, moms, I know y'all can relate, but I'm talking to the dads because we cut a certain way, most of my friends. How do you explain that part? When you are almost given permission for your child to be vulnerable, when we didn't grow up in a place at least my father didn't teach me how to be vulnerable he didn't that wasn't his thing my father didn't say a lot but in not saying a lot i'm telling you that you're not really here to be vulnerable you need to figure that out and i think about the relationships that i carry with my children i'm not that guy like i'm not the like i envy people who are able to like play around is that weird to say I don't know how to play around with my kids. I love my kids. I'll do anything for my kids. Most of us listening will do anything for our kids. But I'm talking about playing around, that carefree, I could put everything to the side for a moment just to play around with my kids. Life didn't teach my father that part. I don't know that part. I, all I see is all the multitude of ways that this whole shit is set up for my kids to take a an L. And I don't approach life in a joking manner. But kids need that. They do. So, is that another parachute that we talking about? How... You're gonna grapple as you grow with a parent with a parental unit, right? A paternal unit. Cause we're only talking about the fathers for today, if you don't mind, with a paternal unit who doesn't have the skill, right? It's a skill, right? Like it's a skill to play who doesn't have it and and, and, and desperately may want that, but may come and go, and you may not ever get that from your parental unit because. That's not the way he's cut. Is that a parachute that we need to deal with? And if so, are we man enough to be able to start to figure out what we need to do in order to make these things work? You know how I feel about the money conversation. I have broached that more than once. When you see your kid get their allowance or their job check. And all you want them to do is be happy with their job check or their allowance. Go do what you want to do, man. The world is yours. But the world isn't yours. The world is waiting for you not to be able to handle your money. So that way it could become their your, your, they, they, turnstile. Like the people who control the money in the world are going to tell you what you're going to do with yourself, right? I would never want my kids to go through what I go through or went through concerning money. I would never. But do I have enough pride or do I not have enough strength to be able to say, listen, let me show you something. Let me show you where I've been. So that way, when you get a dollar in your pocket, you recognize it's cool to spend this 15 cents. But maybe you should take that next 85 and do something productive with it. So that way you'll feel better about it later on. And that flash comes and goes, nobody cares. Nobody cares how many threat counts on your sheets in real life, I mean, unless you got it like that, like, I never once counted, they, (laughs) I never once counted a thread count, I don't, who cares, like, I mean, they say it's silk, but, like, I, I wasn't there when they made it, it could be anything, yo, they make lollipops, that taste like popcorn, so, like, understand, the world is fake, kids. Right? Like, do you understand that Instagram and social media and TV and, and, and merchandising and all these things are a facade meant to keep you in one place? Tony Knock, I ask you again, is that a parachute? So I'm wondering how the gentlemen who are listening to this conversation are going to be able to walk into the next calendar year if we're lucky enough to make it up to and through there and say to ourselves okay so this conversation right here we're gonna call this episode the parachute and again shout out to my man tony not um because again when i hear something good or i see something good i don't i don't ever hesitate to put it in its right place And right here that was astute it was pur- it was purposeful and it was on time brother and i was scared to do this episode by myself because not that i can't hold a conversation but it's easy to talk about the lightweight shit. But if you think about every one take no chase a conversation that we've had and every conversation that we will continue to have, no matter which one of them they are, they are all tied into the same thing. Preparing the young ones to be able to do better and not have to come to a microphone. 10 years 15 years 20 years 30 years 35 years 40 years from now and be talking about the same shit i don't want my kids asking me damn dad did you think the stuff you talked about was never going to change i don't want that i want them to genuinely be able to say hey man it's better now i just hope that i could prepare them for the likelihood Or the possibility that these things don't always go so smooth, yo. It really doesn't. So, I said a lot. And because I'm going by myself today, I'm going to cut this episode here. But I will say again, it's a lot to think about. It's a lot to talk about. Right? I think the one thing we can do for ourselves is put ourselves in a situation where we can look at ourselves honestly. Right, and really say, All right, here's my flaws. Here's what I know about my relationship. Here's what I know about my money. Here's how I know about how I treat love. Here's how I know about how I treat people. And let me start to mentally prepare you for A, doing better than your dad did, and B, when your dad doesn't live up to his expectation of himself or doesn't live up to your expectation of him what does forgiveness look like in that conversation right because again i love my father dearly every single person who i know for the most part even if it comes off with a little bit of man i don't fuck with him like that because of dot 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 and they got stories to tell we all still little kids at heart and we all genuinely want out we want we want to love It may be our jobs to ensure that if we can't be perfect and we can't be better than, then at the very least we're preparing our children for what's about to take place next. And with that being said, I, a little birdie, hold up! Oh, that's that's like a death bird. That's, no, that's a wrong bird. Get out of here, crow! Another, a little birdie told me it's time to spice up the uh, uh, the chats a little bit. So we got some, we got some, we got some real life. We got some grown conversations coming up in the next couple of episodes, man. Also, feel free if you're hearing this and you're like, yo, I could, I could do this, right? Like, I, I, love, I love guests. Truth be told, this one was difficult for me because I, haven't, I, I hadn't done this by myself in a while. I mean, again, I could do it. But, you know, I prefer, I, I like the banter. I like the conversation. I like the back and forth. So, if you want and you know me. Or you got access to this podcast and you want to drop a comment saying, I feel really strongly about this particular uh, 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 conversation. Hey, you're more than welcome here. I'll bring it to you. I got my microphones. I'm coming your way. And we're going to make this work. Happy Father's Day to all the gentlemen who deserve. Right. And I'm not talking to those of y'all who ain't seen your kids. If you in that boat, delete this. Get out of here. We talking about those who flaws and all are doing what they can to make this thing work. And, ladies, shout out to y'all as well because y'all do your best to make sure that the kids are well taken care of. So, again, this was a dolo episode. It wasn't all kiki, ha-ha, but I think it was important. It's called The Parachute. This is one take no chases, your boy. And I would love, love, love to have y'all back here again. So, until next time. If we all lucky, I will see you when I see you. Y'all take care of yourselves.